This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And today is the day What's today? We've been waiting for. What's today, Barry? Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> Vanderpump Rules. Recap. I dun, feel like we've dun, been dun, waiting dun, for dun, this dun, to come back dun, 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 for dun, dun, so dun, long. These are the best days of our lives. How weird is it to see um, the Vanderpump Rules intro without like Stassi, okay. Jax, Kristen? Like, to say nothing about the actual like episode, it's just so strange that they're all just gone. At one point, I didn't like think about it that much, but then like at one point during the episode, I was like, wait, it's actually funny that like none of them are in the episode and they won't be. Right. Like, right. Like it's not just like, oh, like Stassi's not at this party. It's like, oh no, Stassi like doesn't exist in this world anymore. So crazy. But it's, it's, it is kind of cool to see like the new group that formed and like, we've been watching the show for so long already that like they really have grown up right in front of our eyes. Seriously. It's, it's really something. I do feel, I do feel like proud, like the, the cast, the way it worked out for this season, I think it is pretty well-rounded. Like, I don't think they're, I think the people who ended up leaving, it worked out sort of well. And like, so we obviously still yes. have, you know, Tom and Tom. And then I think, you know, like James has always been closer with, you know, the Toms than he was with some of the other people. And then like, you have, I mean, Raquel's can now talk a to front a runner. You have, I feel Raquel and Charlie have been upgraded. We have Brock in the mix now. Honestly, I feel like if there's one person who's a kind of random in this cast, it's probably Lala, <gasps> but not, not in a way where I'm like, why is she here? I just think like, if you were to pick one person who kind of is a little bit of like an odd one out, I think it would be Lala. And it's funny you say that because Throughout this episode, I was like, huh, I don't know where the rest of the season is going to take us. But this episode seemed very heavily like we're going to fight with Lala, like Lala is going to be in the hot seat. And I was like, honestly, I was 100 percent team Lala this episode. And I was like, oh, my God, everyone's being like really fucking mean. And she's usually the one that's mean. But like, (laughs) yeah, no, it it, it did feel when we got to Sheena's birthday, it felt like everyone sort of had a little bit of a yeah. bone to pick with Lala and they kind of just took turns like whatever. Um, but so we'll, we'll get there. There are just so many updates since last time we saw this crew, obviously Sheena and Lala have their little 
bundles of joy. Um, I know ocean and summer moon. Ocean and summer moon. Lala, to certainly not to my surprise, loves drinking her breast milk and is upset mm. that Randall won't try it, which, you know, to each their own, but it, I don't necessarily yeah. blame Randall. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, Tom and Tom talking about opening a new bar was a little, was mm. a shock to me. I don't know. I'd never heard anything about that, especially because we were just in the pandemic still are, but their restaurants were closed. So I don't know, just like a weird thought to me during this, but when they had that sit down with Lisa, I don't know, it seemed a little forced slash rehearsed slash. I don't, it felt a little well, the cringe fact that to it was me. Like the, the first moment of filming for the new season. It's like, okay, so we've got to go talk to Lisa and like, we're just, yeah, it just so happens. We're meeting her at Tom Tom right now. And they pulled up in their scooter with matching sweaters. I was like, oh, oh here we are. God. We are back, baby. <laughs> so Lisa, but- <laughs> Lisa has already heard that they're working on a new bar or restaurant. And, you know, she seems fine with it. She doesn't seem too upset. The concept seems different enough. I just have to say, I think this name, Schwartz and Sandy's, is horrible. I, I, I don't like the yeah. name. It sounds like a little kid um, birthday party place, not a it's bar. To, like to yeah, me, it my, sounds like, like my kids having their party at Sports and Sandy's. <laughs> it's back on the beat. We're having, or that, yes. Like we're having to kick off your flip flops and enjoy your dinner at Schwartz and Sandy's. Like <laughs> you can get like a bucket of Coronas and some like nut shrimp. Listen, maybe they'll go that route. And like something very different from what they've already been doing. I mean, based on their description, it sounds like they want to go for something a little more um, high concept than that. But we'll see. I think it's it's going to be um, clearly an interesting dynamic to watch play out Tom and Tom and then Katie, who wants to be involved in the new bar. And Sandoval and Katie really are not vibing with each other right now. And partially they never have, they never really have, but also I think, you know, Katie in the past has, you know, kind of stayed out of it when it comes to Tom, Tom for the most part. And, you know, she's saying that she wants to be involved. I gotta be at her idea of being the maitre d' like that. Well, that's why Sandoval is even like Katie. That's what you want to do. Like, that's the role you want to do is you want to be the major D. And it like she has been wanting to be involved in the past, too. And and that's why Sandoval was like, this is these are conversations that like we need to have. That's why in tonight's episode, like Tom was like, this needs to be a discussion like between us. And then we can bring, like there's like I feel like the top line details aren't even done yet for Katie to like then jump in. They don't even have a name. And, but then Katie's using that where she's like, I hate the name. Tom hates the name. And like, I can't tell if Schwartz is a fan of the name or not. Do, can, do you like what I feel like Schwartz actually like loves the name and he's just scared of Katie and is like, I hate the name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a little confusing. Um, we'll see where they land on that. Personally. I hate that they end up going with something else, but it's just like, uh, I don't know. I think Katie, 
I appreciate the fact that she wants to be involved, but at the same time, it's like, you have to come up with like a real idea for your contribution, not just like I can help. And all, yeah. And also the fact where she's like, I, she's, she has said this before in the past. She's like, I have more restaurant experience than you. Okay. But at this point, like now you don't, you haven't worked at sir in like years and Tom now owns a bar. So I don't know. just something to like weigh out. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. If I were Tom, I wouldn't have her involved right away. Okay. Who am I? We okay, so Ooh, we got to okay. talk about this weird, unexpected feud that has popped up between James Kennedy and Lisa's son Max, which I was like so caught off guard by this because you know Lisa's at Sir James comes to stop by. They're sitting down. You're like, okay, like James is almost two years sober. Great, like what could go wrong? And then Lisa pulls out these text messages that James sent to Max, where he's calling him like a fat bot or whatever, like all of this stuff. And James tells us this story of what happened where they were like out to dinner together and he wanted to split a salad. And Max said that it cost extra money to split the plates. And then I, it just, I couldn't follow like where in this story they actually started like fighting with each other. It was so strange. Well, they were, they were arguing. And then James said he put his fingers in his water and was splashing Max with the water. And then can you not picture these two in a restaurant, like just all of a sudden fighting like this, but they remind me of such children, these two, but they're not anymore. And I'm sorry. The fact that like his mother, like I I get it. Cause Lisa and James have like a relationship, but the fact that like they had to have a meeting, like it was, it, I didn't, that was very weird to me. Like they're grown ass men. Your mom doesn't need to have be like, what happened? You guys tell me what happened with this fight. Yeah. It's, it's strange. Like the way that Lisa has always been sort of maternal to James. And like, mm-hmm. I guess I understood it more when he was, you know, drinking a lot and really struggling with that and whatever. But this, it's like he and your son are having some weird, like, petty argument like why are you bringing up like the screenshots of the text like why are you facilitating them having this you know like sit down with each other at Villa Rosa and being like okay it's got to be a it's got to be a core like a civil conversation it's like these guys are like pushing 30 like they don't need to be told like how to handle their business with each other And then Max leaves and James starts crying because he's like, he's different. He's not the same Lisa. And I'm like, where did this just come from? Have you guys never, is it because you've like fought over salads before? Like, I don't know. And then when James yelled about the chicken Parmesan, I was like, wait, is he trying to make an, it's not about the pasta part too. $5 for a fucking chicken palm. (laughs) I don't, I don't understand. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from 
start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences. Every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. But also it's like when he's at Villa Rosa and Max leaves, it's like, why are you still there? Like you leave too. Like why are you there in the first place? Like, it's just like, it's like, I don't understand anything that's going on. <laughs> Please. I, I know, but then, okay. The whole like pre-workout pill was that conversation. He was like, yo, Max, you took it too. And he was like, I was like, wait, a pre-workout pill. Like, this is what, this is what he was. Max was like, why was I, why was I fine? And why were you like freaking out? I was like, hold on. This conversation has now escalated to something that is very bizarre to me. I feel like they weren't necessarily talking about a pre-workout pill, but we can all have our own ideas. Okay. (laughs) Well, Max says something up that he thought James was on drugs And James is like, no, because he is sober except for smoking weed. So it would be like a pretty serious allegation for him to be like allegedly on drugs. But I don't know. Yeah, it's like, it's very strange. And like, I just don't understand. Yeah, Raquel says he's California sober. Yeah, like Demi Lovato. (laughs) I guess. but yeah, I, I don't know. James is like one of those people where I'm always rooting for him. But at the same time, it's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you fighting Max of all people? Like, come on. Like, Max isn't even on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I feel like he feels like what you said before, where Lisa's like <clears throat> maternal to him. I feel like he feels also safe and comfortable around Max as well. But so then I'm like, James, so then what are you doing? But you know what? All I want for him to do is come back to Sir and DJ, which I'm not like, that's all. That was his goal in this episode. And it escalated to a fight I know, with and Max. Max, says, so, Max says that he's not welcome at Sir now. And it's like, I don't, we're like how many seasons later and the, sto- the storyline is still whether or not James is going to be allowed to DJ at Sir. It's like, ah, get it together. I know. I love Raquel though. I love seeing her. I feel like she's really come a long way. Yeah. I'm like happy with Raquel's, you know, ascension into the full cast. Um, I like that she and Charlie actually work at Sir. Like it's a nice little reminder of like why we're here in the first place. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so we have, I think the biggest feud that we were kind of aware of leading into this season is Lala and Sheena's issues. Cause this was all really public Mm -hmm. last summer when they were both pregnant And it was this whole thing of Sheena talking publicly about how Lala wasn't there for her when she went through a miscarriage and this whole thing. And um, it's, it's like fascinating to see kind of 
now them sort of explaining it like months later where it's like they've both had their babies they're still kind of not in a great place with each other um but mm-hmm. Sheena is you know inviting Lala to her birthday party clearly she wants things to like get better yeah I do feel bad and like Lala's upset in the fact that like she wishes they were better during their pregnancies so they could have like enjoyed that together because that's something they can't obviously like get back but hearing them explain it it's funny because when we talked to Lala a few months ago like that was one thing but now seeing it on the show is like wow you see both sides and it's funny because Sheena you know she's an emotional person she likes attention like we know that and Lala said to her like I was there for you, but because I wasn't there for you, like the way you wanted me to be there for you, like that doesn't mean I'm a bad friend. I And so in the beginning of the episode, when Sheena was like, yeah, she was going to dinner with Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. But then you heard Lala's side of it. And Lala was like, I texted you. I told you, like, if I'm here for you, like, I'm just going to dinner, blah, blah, blah. So it is always funny to hear two sides of the story and I get, I wonder how long it actually took them to have this conversation and to like hash it out, but there were tears flowing. That's all I have to say. Yeah. I will say, I feel like it's very Sheena to, for Lala to be like, I asked if you wanted me to come and you said you wanted to be alone. And Sheena's like, yeah, but I didn't mean it. And it's like, okay, well, that's not, <laughs> that's not. Lala's like, when I tell someone not to come to my house, I don't want you coming to my house. Right. That doesn't mean for you to come. That's like such a strange concept to me. People who just like go over to each other's houses, like unannounced and just like show up and stuff. Like I could never, like, that's not like, that's not how any of my friendships are. Like, it's so weird to me. I'm like, no, we make plans to hang out. And then you come over. You're never just like arriving at my doorstep because you think I might be sad. Um. Yeah, the sad, like, not because you're sad, but sometimes, like, I, I get, like, being like, oh, I'm in the neighborhood, like, wanting to stop by, but, like, I get, I get it, I get it, but, like, I'm very much where if it's, like, if I want to be alone, that is definitely not an invitation for you to come, like, I don't right. mean it, I don't want you to, like, talk to me, but then you also see, like, Lala telling Sheena, you could have handled it a different way, too, because instead of calling me, you went on a podcast and like you opened that door and like you made it a public thing when it was very much between you and I. So I'm one point for Lala there for oh, sure. Totally. I feel like she was definitely messy the way she went about it. Um, it is nice to see though at Sheena's birthday party that they really do seem to kind of want to move forward. Like they don't really let their emotions get the best of them at all. Like they yeah. really basically hash things out and it seems like they're ready to move on. And they want to move on like for real, not just in the sense of having like being moms together. Like they want to actually like be friends. Cause right now it's like, Oh, like they just have the like babies in common, which is right. good. <laughs> <laughs> but so, okay. Well, it's like, I want them to be friends. That was so cute. I was like, me too. So everybody's watching Lala and Sheena have this conversation from like the hibachi table across the party. Um, it looked like a really fun birthday party. The hibachi, the magician, like it, it looked did look fun. I kind of agree with Lala. Like the magician thing is a little bit like really, but you know, whatever it's Sheena. What do you expect? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but so then Raquel sees Lala and Sheena talking to each other 
and she kind of sees an opening to go talk to Lala. And this was such a weird interaction because it started out with Raquel just being like, Hey, like, are you okay? Just like, want to make sure you're good. And Lala's like, yeah. And like, we're good. And like, everything is good. And Raquel's like, okay, because I feel like I no longer need your approval. Um, and yeah. And it was just like, so I want, like, I don't know what Raquel's like thought process was in that moment, but it, I feel like she just kind of like saw an opening to like make something happen. And then like kind of fizzled out. Cause she, she didn't just- know. Yeah. She didn't know what her end goal was there. I think I agree. She was, she saw it and she was like, all right, I'm going. Then she didn't know. So even Lala was like, wait, well, I'm sorry. Are you beefing with me right now? Are you coming for me? Or are we good? Right, and Raquel's like, <laughs> and then Raquel's I think- like, no, no, no. Like, that's not what I want. Like, I just wanted to say like, I don't need your approval. <laughs> like if I were Lala, I still didn't get it. I totally would have been confused. Cause it's like, why is this chick? Like, what's the issue? Like, okay, fine. Right. Good. But- for you like go on move on with exactly your life. but then to her left ariana saw another opening right there and she came in hot too at lala and i was like hold on that's where i was like oh my god this whole dinner was like like a like it was coming at all ends to lala but ariana also was a little like intoxicated and she was telling like starting with lala and i don't know where like i feel like sheena and lala's beef is like legit you know that is something they could like come over and they did the beef between lala and ariana feels very like i don't like random to me again with this podcast like they're talking about each other on these podcasts and then instead of talking to the person but uh, the way ariana handled it i didn't necessarily agree with i was like wait this is not the time or place for this it was weird yeah it was like i don't really know I I would like some context of like, like this podcast that Lala went on and was saying that she and Ariana like don't give a shit about each other because like I don't like it just seemed to come out of nowhere and right. like Sheena called Ariana to be like hey did you see this podcast and then it was like the seed was planted in like Ariana's mind and it seems like something that probably wasn't super cool for Lala to say but also it's like wait like what what is the context here? Like, I don't really understand, like, was there like a reason for that? Like, did Lala just say that like completely like unprovoked? Because I understand why Ariana is like, oh, that's a shitty thing to say. Like, I actually, you know, I don't care. I care about you. Like. And two different scenarios, obviously, like what they were saying, but like Lala was just mad that Sheena was talking about her on a podcast, but then she was talking about Ariana on a podcast. So I was like, Everyone just pick up their phones. Just like. Well, that's the problem with all these people having podcasts. They have too much time to just like say shit to get them in trouble. Right. Not that's us, why you though. should never have a podcast. Never. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So what were your thoughts overall about this premiere? Like, did you enjoy it? How are you feeling about this season ahead? I enjoyed it because I love this show. I am hopeful for a good season and I'm not, you know, I'm not being like a negative Nancy. I'm not like, but something was missing for me. 
And I don't know if it's because that's a, always how you're getting right back into it in a premiere. Like, I don't know if the fights seem too forced. I don't know if there were too many fights in one night. I don't know. I kind of want to see just like where we're going with this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I think I feel like the direction they're going is promising. And I don't think like with the cast changes and stuff, like, I don't think it feels like, oh, this is stupid. Like, why are we even bothering to do this season? Right. Um, but I, I do feel like I'm curious to see sort of like where the, the narratives are going to go. Obviously mm-hmm. we know we're going to see Raquel James get engaged. We know we're going to see Sheena and Brock get engaged, but like beyond that, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, I'm assuming we're going to see this Schwartz and Sandy's thing play out, but like, we don't have a lot of other info about sort of what the storylines are going to be. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like waiting to see sort of like what's really happening. Right. Like last season they had that huge cast shakeup and like had all new people. And I feel like that route didn't work. So we're going here, but at the same time, I agree with what you said earlier with the fact that Charlie and Raquel are still working at sir. I kind of want a little bit more of that drama, like old school back alleyway, sir. Like I want well, there that. Were, yeah. I was a little, I was like surprised when they dropped the, you know, the trailer and like the cast for the new season, because there definitely were some other people who either were filming for the season or were like around for part of the season, hanging out with the cast who are more people like that, who like work at sir or Tom, Tom, And we might still see some of those people. Maybe there will be like some friends of joining later, but clearly none of those people were really like made it into the cast. So I was kind of like, I was expecting some more like fresh faces and the only actual new person we got is Brock. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. And he's, he's nice. I've never like, you know, I've never, never met Brock. No, I've never like, you know, it was like a real introduction. I've never like seen him or like, you know. She does seem Yeah, she happy. does. She I love how she called herself out when she was like, he definitely is the one, which I also have said about my previous relationships. I just recently rewatched the season where she's with Rob and oh, it's painful. Yeah, it's it's so bad. rough. It's bad. <laughs> Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. 
please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week, grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Okay, so let's just quickly talk about Below Deck Med. I feel like this week's episode was not that exciting. Yeah, no. It was like, damn, we need... See what happens when you fire people. So like I was like Lexi was bringing the drama, but she really did need to like leave the actual boat. But then I wish Delani was still there because <laughs> it's a little like <laughs> it's a little like um, considering also this new charter that's there is also, you know, very casual and very relaxing to me. I know, but. There's not even there's not even drama with the charter because like they're not even big drinkers. So I was like, wow, lucky for the crew. But at the same time, it's like this kind of just seemed like a very chill episode. Nothing really happened. Right. It's like the biggest drama is like Matt stressing himself out about (laughs) the cooking, but like nothing actually went wrong. He's just like stressed about serving Captain Sandy dinner. And it's like, okay, have we seen him not stressed this season? Like, no, but this week he literally was like, oh, like, pray for me, pray for me that I don't fuck this up. And it's like, I mean, it's just like a dinner. Like, there, it's not like... And drum roll, he did. Not really. Oh, the, well, the, the dark, the, dark fish. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like she was the only one that got it. And like, whatever. (laughs) Of course she was. But she's a, she seems like just a nitpicker to me. I mean, yeah. We do see her apologize a little bit to Malia after a little screaming at her and telling her she doesn't trust her anymore. Um, She apologizes like particularly for the comment about not trusting her, which yeah definitely for me i was like oh that's like that's like a deep cut like i feel like that really is like a hurtful thing to say to someone that you they've like lost your trust and i feel like it just wasn't that big of a deal you know what's crazy is as much as she was yelling last episode i feel like it got even like this where it picked up was like she was like screaming in her face which was just beyond yeah terrible to like watch but they kind imagine. of both apologize to each other a little. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Malia what is, is like can recognize that she didn't handle the situation properly, but it's like nobody died. Like it's not that it's just like not that serious at the end of the day. So. Well, cause she, she made the point where it was not in work hours and it wasn't like on, you know, whatever, but I, it is the type of situation where they could go back and forth forever on this, like just right. do it and get it out of the way. But also to the, like when Z was on mornings, I just wanted to point this out and captain Sandy, like, of course noticed him, like not where he was supposed to be in the, and the, um, guest was up at like 7 30 morning and she like told malia like z was where he was supposed to be it wasn't like he was like chilling in his room he was like just on the other side of the boat walking and then like noticed the guest i felt really bad because i was like she's like such a little tattletale sometimes she was like who's on mornings the guest was looking for their own paddleboard and i was like z's z was there (laughs) was there yeah i don't know i'm whatever this uh, we'll see next week it was a short charter though so they're already like having another night out and i feel like it's going to be a disaster is it i don't know they have like this when they started doing like this beach picnic i was like what i thought to myself like why couldn't they just stop on one of like the stairs because like no one will ever know but they like took <laughs> it all all the way up and i was like you oh my god they were like majestic they were view. like seventh yeah, they were like seventh trip up the mountain, like on the little. Like, I could never. Thing. I was like, I just could never. <laughs> well, at least get recognition for it. The charter guest was like, "Wow, that's so nice. They brought all of this up here." And they're like, "All right, we're done. Let's go back down. Let's go, team." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that is going to do it for us today. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches, and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. 
Betches.